Okay, good morning, Masechet Nazir Daf Tetvav. We're just starting at the bottom of Yudaramud Bet. And the Shia this morning is Inri Shmat Avram Ben Moshe Nechemia, his father, his 12th Yotzat. Should be Inri for his Neshama. Uh, so we said yesterday, uh, we had a, a, a kasha over here of all these calls, right? So we had a. <coughs> We we said like this. We said my 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 enotakana when we said that alibra rabbanan tiglachad lo makevet leolam. So alibra rabbanan umay enotakana le mitzvah kiluach. Remember we also said that nazir shekalu yamav. Yeah, this is what we're up to over here. Well, I'm going to go through very quickly, but just to finish up, said nazir shekalu lo yamav. If he's finished counting his days, he hasn't yet, hasn't yet had his hair cut and he hasn't yet fought his korbanot, so he's still not allowed to become tamei. So that if he becomes Tameh on purpose, right, he's lokeh atuma. He gets malkot. And we said he doesn't get malkot on the, on, on, if he shaves on purpose without having done, done everything properly. And we also saw that he doesn't get malkot if he drinks wine. So the Gemara says, why not? Right? So we said, mashna atuma did lucky. So the Gemara said, what's the reason? This was Rabbi Yossi Barabi Khanino who said this. The Kashra Rabbi Yossi Barabi was, but why not? So he says, because the Pasuk says, kol yamehi ziur Hashem rabot yamim. And that's specifically with regards to Tumah. And therefore, because of the passage is call, it's before he finishes, if he was after he finishes. And the Gemara says, wait a second, we've got the same thing. We've got call him and he draw. Ta'alo yavor, v'kol him and he draw. Because she gefen. So why, they've got a call there as well on those two subjects as well. So how come it's only, only Tumah and not wine or haircuts? Says, Shani Yachad Amrach Bana, v'tamei, quite the passage over here. It says, his head, his head, his nizro, meaning like the crown over here, but v'timei rosho nizro. And then the Gemara learns, it says like this, That pastor tells us when your nizirut is dependent on your head, and what's your head? Your head is the shaving. So the word is a kashya via matey but that's not to make so much sense. This is a kashya of Yossi Barabi Khanina, because we've got a brighter that says the Salochen Nazir Shikalo Yamav, a Nazir that's finished his days. Asul the Galeach, we start Yahim with the Tamanamatim. It says he can't do any of these three things. He can't cut his hair, he can't be Matamatim, and he can't, uh, <coughs> and he can't uh, drink wine. If he does any of these three things, Harezi Sofegetar by him, gets Malkot. Moshe says to Yufta, Yurat, to Yufta, to Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chanina. All three things apply. No, none of those three things are, are any different. Okay. Start now with a new Mishnah. Now this Mishnah, those of you who want to follow in the Tosfot, the Tosfot is on Yud Gimel Amud Bet. If you want to open up quickly and just keep your place there. The first, the first two Tosfots, I'm only going to use the one, but the first two Tosfots, on Yud Gimel Amud Bet, if you look on the Tosfot on Yud Gimel Amud Bet, there's a little Mishra Shasa over there, and says, Shayach Ledaf Ted Vav. On either one of them, both of them say, Shayach Ledaf Ted Vav. How it got there, I'm not sure. What the editors were thinking when they did that, I'm not sure. But those two Tosfots are Shayach to the stuff. So keep your place. Let's read the Mishra quickly. We'll see, we'll read Rashi first. And then Tosfot is a completely different understanding of, of the Mishnah. But we're going to explain the Sugi already according to, to, according to Tosfot. But I think it's worth looking at the, at the other opinion of how Rashi explains it. Or how Rashi explains it. So the person is like this. Harani Nazir Yeli Ben. The person is like this. Nazir, when I have a son. Yeli Ben. Okay. Suppose his wife's pregnant. Never ultrasounds in those days. So that's what's happening. Just, no. And then he also says, V'nazir Me'ayom. And I'll be a Nazir for 100 days. So the first Nazirut that he said was when I have a son. We already saw in Davyud Gimel and Davyud Dardi, we saw already the difference of the orders. So really, the first Nazirut that you make is the important Nazirut. And that takes preference. The second Nazirut that you make is no conditions attached. So therefore, that Nazirut starts immediately. The first Nazirut you made had a condition attached. So it only kicks in once that condition appears or applies. Right, so here the guy makes a nest and there there. Nazi Kashiri Ben, which is a conditional there there. Venazi Mayom, and I'll be a Nazi for hundred days. 
So, and then he starts immediately, obviously, right? The hundred days Nazirut. And then Nolad lo ben. And then during the time of the hundred days, he has a son. So now the Mishnah says, Ad shivim lo klum. If the son is born within 70 days of the Nazirut, lo hefsid klum, he doesn't lose anything. We'll see what that means in a moment. Laachar shivim, if it's born after 70 days, so then soter shivim, then it knocks back the 70, the 70 that he's already had up until now, let's say the child was born 75 days. According to this Mishnah, the 75 days are soter, they're gone. Right? She'en tiglachat achot mishloshim yom. Why? Because the hair cuts not less than 30 days. You said it before already. person has to grow his hair for at least 30 days in order to cut it. So if it was born within 70 days, says the Mishnah, no problem. So there's a nazirut. Right? The way we learnt it the other day, if you remember, we learnt like this. That if this child was born within 50 days, so he'd pause his nazirut, the 100-day nazirut for 50, on the third day 50. He'd then have a 30-day nazirut for having his son. And then after 30 days, he would continue with another 50-day nazirut, no problem. Why? Because there's still 30 days of no cut hair, correct? So he'd shave after the 30 days of the son's nazirut. And then he'd carry on and have 50 days of unshaved hair, come to end of 100, etc. Beautiful. And that's more or less what Rashi said. Look at Rashi very quickly. And he started counting his days. If his son was now born within the next 70 days, he stops his own, suspends his own, and carries on now counting his sons. And then the Mishnah says, doesn't, doesn't waste any time. Why? Because there's 30 days left after the 100 days. He, he suspends his, uh, counts his sons, and then shaves after the sons, uh, and counts 30 days, to complete his 30 days, and then he shaves, because he's got 30 days of cutting sar. Exactly like we've learned up until now. Okay, look at the next Rashi. But if the child is born after 70 days, right, and then he hasn't got 30 days left over at the end because if he if it's born on 75 days and he stops and then he has a nezir of 30 days and now he's only got 25 days left, not enough, right, the late Bahu Gilusai hasn't got enough time for the 30 days of Kalikzeshatakol, and therefore it bounces out the whole nezirut. Okay, Rashi says the Mazirut Baruba, and he now Rashi has a problem. Because in the previous tapping we learned that you can suspend yours. And the worst comes to the worst. Remember, we said to just one shave for 30 days, remember? So you'll, you'll, you'll basically keep 10 days of Mazirut and you have another 20 days of shaving. So here he says, therefore, Rashi says, Bahani Mili, this applies when? Benazirut Baruba. Well, it's a great business job. I mean, it's more active. It's only 30 days each. Ain't no sort of cloud. Now we learned earlier above. He, he, he suspends his, counts his sons. And he says, what's the reason? There we explain, says Rashi, why don't we start counting all over again after we finish with the, the sons of Nazirut? Because it was one long, because we didn't shave after the 30 days. We just basically grew our hair for 20 days. Didn't shave. Counted out 30 days for our sons, the zero. Then counted 10 days afterwards. And then in the worst case, we might have carried on not shaving, but even in the case we don't even have to do that, we can then shave after the 10 days because we never shaved after the 30 days of the second, the zero. And we brought two sets of korban, but we only shaved once. Remember that? That's Rashi. Now let's go and look at how the Sufi has learned completely differently to Tosfot. And, and, and the reason why I want to do this, Tosfot, because that really seems to be the, the Ikar, even the Rosh, has two versions of it. The Rosh over here brings as well. Uh, look at the Rosh. The Rosh basically says, he says, he says that's the one thing he says, and the Idach, the Rosh brings basically both of these shittas. So let's look at Rosh at the Tosfot now. On Yud Gimel Amud Bet. <laughs> Sorry. Harani Nazir Kashieli Ben. Pay Rosh, what does it mean? The Stam Nazir to have a Shloshim Yom, a regular Nazir for the sun, an average, the standard Nazir is 30 days. 
Venazir Mayom Nazirut Nafshe. And he's got a hundred day Nazirut for himself. So there are two Nazirut here. One's for having a son, and one's just that he wants to be a Nazir for a hundred days. Vahashtanami Kibel Benazirut Benor Beresha, Tosford points out. And so too over here, the Nazirut of his son was the first Nazirut that he made. However, it hadn't happened yet. So he started the hundred and he's due to the meantime. And then he had a son within the 70 days of the hundred and Nazirut. Right? And he says, even the 70th day would work. So either within the first 70 days, up until the 70th days, even if the child was born on the 70th day, Still okay, what happens? Law said klum. He never lost anything. Now we explain up until now, he never lost anything, in that the days that he had counted up until the child being born were still good, and he'd finish up at the end, correct? That's how we explain until now. The Tosfa gives a different expression altogether. What does it mean? He never lost anything. Law said klum. Perush. What does it mean, Perush? Since the 30 days, Nezirut of his son, Muvlaim. Or it can be absorbed in the 100 days. Well, what happens if I've got a Nazirut of 100 days and I'm up to day 70 and now my son is born and I keep a 30-day Nazirut, that 30 days will end when? Within 100 days, correct? So my 100 days, 70, and then another 30, both of those are going to run parallel. And that's what the Mishnah means, he counts that extra Nazirut, that new Nazirut, within his existing Nazirut. Right? I die in the Pirish. Right? They're separate. The 30 days, he's not his sons. Basically, it counts as both. He says, even though we know that as soon as his son is born, he has to uh, suspend his Nazirut and start counting his sons. Because that was the first Nazirut that he made. So that's the preferential Nazirut. So we can't say, you know what, just finish the 100 and then start the 30. No, the 30 was the first Nazirut that I made. So therefore, as soon as the 30 arrives, I have to do it. Right? Like we said earlier on in the previous sugyas. It counts as to, as to massive chilush We've got two nazirot running parallel together. And now he finishes 100 days. And he shaves and cuts on both of them. And he brings two of korbanot. It says that the same thing would apply, says Tosvot. When he says Lael, it means on Yud Gimel, right? The Tosvot wasn't meant to be printed here, but we learned on Yud Gimel. So the same thing would apply if he said, already, I'll be a Nazir 30 days when my son is born, and I want to be a regular Nazir. And on the day that I met the Nazir, my son was born. So it's also the both they would run parallel as long as the first Nazirut that you made, even if you started the second Nazirut first, can be completed in the time of the second Nazirut that you started first, the first Nazirut runs parallel with the second Nazirut. Did I confuse everybody there or did you get what I said? Yeah. Got what I said. Right? Does this mean double Korbanot at the end? Always double Korbanot and always uh, it's two separate Nazirot. But they run together. Seems superfluous, no? What? Two korbanot, two nazirot. Yeah, but if he gets... I don't know, just... Okay, so let's say right. What's the reason? Because which is the first nazirot that he made, muvla is absorbed within it, the idi, the idi, shloshim yom, because in that case, they're both shloshim yom. But dafka, he says, this is specific when ki kibel nazirut to benor beresha. If the second nazirut, the first nazirut was start second, but because it was the first nazirut, that is the primary nazirut. And now the second nazirut wasn't. 
But you started that second azirut first, and then the first azirut kicked in. That's what he says. Because you had to start counting the sons first, it helps to be absorbed in the, in, in, in the second one. However, so if you made an azirut first, I want to be a Nazir for 100 days. And then you said, when my son is born, I want to be a Nazir as well. You have to first finish the, the 100 day one first, which you, which you accepted first. This is the massive Chidush. Because the second Nazirut never ever starts until you finish the first Nazirut. It's only if you started the second Nazirut first and then the first Nazirut starts became relevant because it was a tonight and you're able to complete that first Nazirut within the time of the second Nazirut which you started first it'll work and a Muslim Nazirut one second what Robert? that's what the Mishnah on Yud Gimel says whether you start saying I'm a Nazir and then when I have a son I'll be a Nazir, or if you say, when I have a son, I'll be a Nazir, and I am also a Nazir. Yeah, but look, the, correct, but the Mishnah on your Gimel says like this, Hareni Nazir Kishieli Ben, the Nazir, he started counting his, and then he had a son, he suspends his at the moment, and then counts his sons, that's what Yudgimo agreed. Because the son was the first Nazirut that he made. But there he has to suspend his. So therefore, if he's got a, a, a regular 30-day Nazirut, he says, I'm going to be a Nazir, I already Nazir when I, if I have a son. And I want to be a Nazir as well. And he starts counting the Nazirut today, the first Nazirut, and he goes 10 days. And then he has a son. He has to stop what he did because the Nazirut for the son was the first that he made. Finish 30 days and then complete is at the end. The Chirushia is that so long as the first Nazirut that you made, even though you started counting the second Nazirut first, but the first Nazirut, the Tznai kicks in and you're able to complete that first Nazirut within the time of the second Nazirut that you started first, you don't have to suspend anything. They run parallel. And Tosfot says, that will be the same case on this Mishnah, he says. That's his Chirush, we never read it here. That maybe is why this Mishnah, this Tosfot was printed here by mistake. Because the same thing would happen on this Mishnah over here, that if you had two Nazirot of 30 days each, and you said, when my son didn't uh, born, I'll be a Nazir. And you say, I also want to be a Nazir for 30 days. And you straight away started counting now 30 days Nazirot, and, 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 and an hour later your son was born, says Tosfot, you wouldn't have to count 60 days. You'd count 30 days, and bring two sets of Korban at the end and shave. Okay, so that is, and that's learned from the fact that the Tana uses the Lashon in, I'm going back now to Ted Vavamur Aleph, the Mishnah, the Tana uses the Lashon, Lo Hifsid Klum, he never lost anything, because he had a hundred day in the Zirut, and he had a, started counting, he got to day 70, his son was born, it was 30 days, he counted the 30 days together, the last 30 days of his hundred days, and the of the sun's Nazirut all together. Therefore, his whole Nazirut lasted only a thirty, only a hundred days. So he never lost anything. Where up until the other way we learned it without this Tosfot was, that he would always lose. What does he mean he'd lose? Because if he counted, it had two Nazirut of 30 days each. So that'd be 60 days, not 30 days. Now with Tosfot, we've learned this Chilush, that Lohif Sid Klum. So see, Rashi explained that the Mishnah here exactly like we explained always. With Rashi, I don't understand how he explains the Loif Klum. Okay, well, he does. Rashi says, Loif Klum, the Shloshim Yomu, the Mityare, Lemimeya, and the Menyach Shlomo. He says, what, Rashi explains, well, he didn't lose anything. He didn't really lose anything because he understands that the whole Nazir is 130 days. Because he's got 100 plus his son. So he never lost anything. In other words, lost or tear, he didn't have to stop counting the 70 days that he had counted up until now are banked. They aren't thrown away. That's what Rashi explains in his Loif Sotir Klum. But also says, Loif Sotir Klum, massive Chidush. You never had more than 100 days. And you got two Nazirot riding at the same time. The question is, what would Tosfot say if you said, I want to be a Nazir if I have a son, and I want to be a Nazir if I have a daughter, and I want to be a Nazir for 100 days, 
and then you start counting hundred days, and your wife has twins, a boy and a girl. Do both those nazirot of the boy and girl now run parallel? Probably yes. Probably yes. Okay. Anyhow, and yeah, enough. And three sets of korbanot. Troubling you, Alice. The question so, is, what happens is with seventy-one days? Ah, that's a let's carry on. Let's carry on. Let's carry on. Good morning, Abarav. Yom Shivim Ole Lechan Ulechan comes along, Rav, and says, Day number 70 works in both directions. In which you count the first 70 days, and day 70 is day 70 to the first set of the Korbanot, and day 1 to the second Azirut. So now the second Azirut is 30 days. If day 70 is also day 1 for the second set of Korbanot, so then how many days do we actually have? We've got 70. Day 1. 70 is day 1. So 71 now is the second day of the, of the, of the sun's korbanot, correct? So how many days are you going to get to? You're going to get to 99. You're never going to get to 100. And look at the Rosh over here. Look at the Rosh. You've got to all go to the Rosh. The Rosh is in line with the very first wide lines of Tosfot. Okay? Amarav Yom Shivim Ole Lachan Lachan Im Nolad Lo Ben Ad Yom Shivim Ve Yom Shivim Bichlal The sun is born on day 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 69, 70 up until including 70 Yom Leidata Ben Ole Lachan Ulechan The day of that day that the sun is born counts in both directions Kaitzat says Rosh Nolad Lo Ben Yom Shivim On the 70th day Oto Ayom Ole Lachanayim That day is considered 70 and 71 Considered two days. So at 99, he's already counted 100. Why? Because day 70 was two days. So that's what he means when he says, Lo Sid Klum. He actually won a day. He, he gained a day. Right? And the days before he had the sun, or if he had 70 days. Verse 4, in the last days, Maya umegaleach beyom Maya, and he shaves on the hundredth day, not the hundred and first day. Why? Tahainu shloshim veechad lenezirut beno veyom Maya lenezirutor. That's thirty-one days because the day the nezirut ended on day a hundred. It's really thirty-one days. Thirty-one days is because actually the thirty days of the sun ended on day ninety-nine. So we know that you have to have 30 complete days, Midrabana, and you and you shave the day after. So the day after is day 100. It's actually 100, he gains a day. You got that? Actually gains a day. That's what the Rosh says. Right? Uh, since day 70 counts also for his son, Chashuv Kishnei Yamim, the counts as two days. Vahainu Taima Mishum de Midoraita, the reason is because Midoraita, Mutar le Galech, by your mayor. Why do we say you had a shave on the hundredth day? Then we learned this, says the Rosh, to a mixer Yom Kekulo. Because really, a bit of the day is like, like, like Shiva. But not the Shiva for seven whole days and get up on the eighth day. It's the Shiva in the morning for an hour and gets up. You're Nazir the hundredth day. At one you've kept one hour, you get up, you start shaving. Midrabanan, Hud Itchlam Nunte Adyom Kuf Aleph, Vahaka Ukme Adoraita. And therefore Rafs, according to the Rosh explained, what does the Raf say? That Raf says seventy day counts as two days, therefore we go according to the Doraitas, and on the hundredth day is actually the thirty first day of the sun's Nazirut, because that seventieth day, the day someone's born, is split into two. A bit of the day goes to the previous days that he counted. And the rest of the day goes to the new desert that he counted. So as if two days, he made two days by the sun's desert starting. And that's a now. Now it goes, I'm Rabbi Yom Shivim, what are you talking about? It's not. If the child was born by up until the 70th day, he never lost anything. Which means that he never lost. He never had to add. It says, And if Rabbi is right, that day number 70 or any other day up until the 70th will be two days. So the Mishnah shouldn't have said, Lo Sid, it Gurmitgar. What do you mean Gurmitgar? It's an agraya. It's like he got, he got rewarded. He benefited. Look at the Rosh. It Gurmitgar, it Gur. Havreda Matni, hirviach yom echad. It should say that he wins, he gains an extra. He doesn't lose anything. 
didn't lose means that I keep my framework of 100. And what happens? And I'll show you on the 101st day. I'll come on the 101st day. But if Ravi's right, that 70 was counted as 70 and 1, and I bring my Korbanan on day 100 because it's the 31st day to the 30th day, Nazirut, shouldn't have said he never lost anything, should have said he gained a day. That's out of a kashi against Rav. Okay. So Rav. Uh, right, it's like this. If that was the case, don't really learn the Mishnah as saying Adshivim. So why did the Mishnah say? He says, really, but then don't read the Mishnah like that, that it says, Ad Shivim. Right? So why did it say Ad Shivim? Mishum diktani seifa, achar shivim, soter shivim. Ketani reisha, shivim. He says, really, it shouldn't be up until the 70th day. The Mishnah shouldn't have said, no lad lo ben ad shivim. Mishnah should have said, no lad lo ben shivim. Achar shivim, soter shivim, kadeiraisha shivim. Says, it shouldn't have made a difference. It could have been any day. Sorry, Sasha, you have something that's missing over here. The Rosh says, Bedino, you're right. The Lord let me ad shivim, lo hifsid. You're right. It shouldn't have said, by the 70 doesn't gain. Ela havel elomar, it should have said, leshanot ad shivim hirviach. Actually, should have said that he begins. Correct. That's what the, that's what the, that's what the, that's what the Rav or the Gemara also be off of Rav. You're right. The Mishnah shouldn't say Lohiv he never lost anything. It actually said that he won. Why does it say that he lost? He never lost. I'm back in the Rosh still because the Seifa says that if it's more than 70 days, so then he loses. It's just linguistic. You're right. That's what the Mishnah means. The Mishnah means that up until 70 days, he actually gains. And after 70 days, he loses. And that's why, but really it should have written, he gains. So the Gwara said, well, that doesn't make sense. Because if that's right, he says, then look at the, at the Seifa. Because the Seifa, you tell him it's only because of the Seifa. What does the Seifa say? Toshma mi Seifa, no lad achar shivim. If he was born after 70, then it says, soter shivim. He wipes out 70 days. Okay? Now, look at Tosfot. Look at the Tosfot over here. Toshma seifa nolad lo lachar shivim soter perush mafsid. The Tosfot is in the first section of the wide lines, about 10 lines down. You see a big Toshma at the beginning of the line there. Right? Mafsid nolad soter perush mafsid. Vesvirilei, what's the Svara? The achar shivim. Right? Have a perush beyom shivim veechad. So after 70 means even the child was born on the 71st day. But now let's ask ourselves the question. Is that right? Does he mafsid the child's born on the 71st day? For amai mafsid klum le rav ben. The Tosfot says, why would rav, this is the Gemara's question on rav. It was if we're saying, rav wants to tell us that, the 70, that day 70 or up until 70 goes in both directions and it's actually two days. So why didn't the Mishnah use the word marviach? Should have said he gains, not he doesn't lose. No, that's what it means. It means that he gains. So if that's the case, then how come it says if it's born after the 70 days, then he loses? Because even you're agreeing with me that it only should have been gains up until 70 and losers after 70. Because we said lose after 70, we said don't lose before 70. But now let's look. Is it really true that he loses after 70? Because what is after 70? After 70 goes to be on day 71. Right? According to Rav, day 71 also goes in both directions, remember? So day 71 becomes the first day of the new Nazirut. And the 71st day of the first Nazirut, and the Nazirut is 30 days long. So if 71 is day one of the new Nazirut, then how many days is the Nazirut? 30 days, correct? So 71, one is, you're going to have 100 days. It's going to be the end of the second Nazirut. So you're going to bring your Korbanot on day 101. What did you lose? You're always going to bring your Korban 
or for the first Nazirut of 100 days on day 101. Everybody with me? That was always the case. Right? Yes or no? Before we got all confused over here, if you just bought a Nazirut of 100 day Nazirut, Midrabana with all the Khumras, when would you bring your Korbanot? When would you, you, you and, and shave? No, answer me. Day 99. No, you wouldn't. You're going to say 100. 101. If you had a 100 day Nazirut, so we, 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 we don't apply Mikzad Yom Kekulo because that's a Midoraita. Midorabanan, we go the whole 100 days, okay. and then on the 100th, we go to the Mikvah, and then on day 101, we shave, we bring our Korbanot, we do the whole Shmak, and we, on, and we walk out of there, we go and do whatever we want. So that's called Law Mafsid, correct? So says the so Gemara says, wait a second, what do you mean Rav tells me it counts in two days up until 70? And really it should have said, Marviach, he gains, and only because of the after 70 he loses. But wait a second, even if it's born on day 71, he doesn't lose anything. Because even on day 71, if Rav's correct and it's Lachanu Lachan, then day 71 is day 71 for the previous Nazir, and it's day one for the second Nazirut. And we've got 30 days, 30 days is completed on the day 100. In both Nazir and 100, and he goes to the mikveh, brings the Quran to 101. What did he lose? Nothing. So, how do we explain this? The safer now, according to Rav, you can change the ratio and say, it shouldn't have said Loif Sid Klum, it should have said Marviach. And now, what are you going to tell me? The safer said Mafsid. It also means Lo Mafsid? When you start rewriting the whole Mishnah? So, that's the Kashi on Rav from the safer. So, the Gemara comes to the conclusion. So the, one of the, first, the, one of the, first, the first answer the Guru was to say is like this. Okay, so my acher, acher, acher. Acher, when it says achar 70, doesn't mean the day after 70. means the day after, the day after 70, which is actually on 72. And then you will lose. Why? Because you'll have to have another day or whatever, however it'll work, what happens there. Maybe the whole 70 goes, I'm not going to that now. But we all agree that if, you, if the child's born on the 72nd day, you're definitely going to lose if you explain according to Rashi, the whole first seven days are going to be wiped out. Or if you explain according to Tosvot, you're going to have to have at least add an extra day afterwards. Or maybe even Tosvot will say it doesn't work because it's not Muvla in the 100 days. Right? So that's a, the area agrees on that. Amal Achar Mamash Mai. Hachi Nami, the law Satan. So we're going to wait a second. Ihachi, then my irritani no lad achivim, loiv sit klum. Afilu Achar Shivim Nami. Ha mart lo Satan. So it doesn't make sense because if that's the case, so the mission shouldn't have just said uh, after 70 because even after 70 didn't work. So the mission doesn't make sense. The Gemara says it doesn't make sense. The mission is like it is. It means after 70, means after 70, actually after 70, meaning on already on the 71st day and it can't be like Rav. And therefore there's a kashya on our Mishnah according to Rav. The Gemara agrees that our Mishnah cannot be according to Rav. Look at the Tosfot over here. Uh, it's also in the, still in the, in the first section of the wide line towards the bottom. It's clear that I'm not like Rav. So the one says, Rav So who did Rav say according to? Rav didn't make things up. Rav is too important an Amora to make things up. Therefore, if Rav said, Yom Shivim that 70 goes in both directions and it counts as two days. He has to have a Tanaic source on which to say it. Even though we say Rav Tano Palik, right? Maybe Rav could just say, oh, we, we got a cloud, the Rav Tano Palik, that Rav Glavyut Tanaim. The Gemara understands that for Rav to say something like this is too bombastic to just say it on his own. He must have some sort of Tanaic source. This is my own interpretation, by the way. I haven't seen this written anywhere. It makes sense to me that this is too bombastic to say without having some Tanaic source to rely on. So Gemara now tries to work out who said it. Idam so who, 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 who's, who, who's Rav like, right? So will the Rav stand up? That's the Gemara's question. So it says over here, So maybe it's like Tana Abishau. And the Titania, the, the, the Mishra changed to the Titania, the brighter, that's like this. So Abishau says, I've yet to go in more and discuss all the Avelut. Person who buries a person, now we know that, that, that the Regel, as a rule, knocks out Shiva, right? If you've got, a, if you've got Shiva, it knocks out the Shiva. What about the Shloshim? We'll see there's a Machloka. But the, I'm not saying this is all Halokha, the most this is La Halokha, but we're not discussing Halokha now. Let's understand the Gemara. If you bury have the fuel three days before the regal, then Shiva knocks knocked out, but not Shloshim. Okay? 
if Shmoni Amim Kodem Regal, if the person was died eight days before the Regal, that you had the whole Shiva before the Regal, and one day of Shloshim, Shloshim, all the Xaris of Shloshim, you can have a haircut straight away. Umutana Sapel, Erevarigil, you have a haircut, Erevarigil. Vim Losip Erevarigil, now this is Tana Kama, not Abishau. If you never had a haircut, Erevarigil, Asuda Saper, Achara Regal. Says Tana Kama, if you never had a haircut before the Regal, you can't shave after the Regal, says Rashi, Ad Shloshim. You have to wait 30 days to have a haircut. That's how they come. Abashaul, Omer, Afilu, that's the aloha. Afilu, Losi, Per, Kodim, Aregel, Murtar, Lesaper, Achar, Aregel. You can have a haircut straight away after the regel. Why? Shekeshem, She Mitzvah, Shloshim, Mevatelet, Gzairat, Shiva. Just like, sorry, Mitzvah, Shlosha. Just like the three days. Mevatelet, Gzairat, Shiva. You have to add on Shiva afterwards. Kach, Mitzvah, Shiva. Mevatelet, Gzairat, Shloshim. If you had a full Shiva before the regel. And one day of the regals, mevatel the whole thing. So now the Gemara says, my time made the Abishau. What's Abishau's reason? Lav mishum dixavar shvi ole lechan ulechan. Isn't he saying because the seventh day is both counted as Shiva and Shloshim? And therefore the eighth day is of Yontif. Right? And therefore lechan lechan. And this is who Rav goes like. Rav learned from Abishau that we can have a principle of one day serving in both directions and it's counted twice. If it's two days, then we're very happy and we carry on. Right? Look at Rashi very quickly. Look at Rashi quickly. My time, I show the last lines of the first wide last lines of Rashi at the top. My time, I show the Amrat the Yom Shvi'i, Mavatelik Zerat Shvi'i, Veshloshim, Mahaloshim, Adayim, Yom Shloshim, Klum, Kodim Aregel, Afilu Yom Echad. Seems over here that what does he say, Abishau? Just Shiva before the regal, not eight days, seven days. He's already knocks out all the Shloshim. So how can Shiva knock out the Shloshim if day seven isn't considered part of day eight? Therefore, he's saying that a bit of a day, Miktatyom, the first part of the morning on the seventh day, was the seventh belonged to Shiva. And the latter part of the seventh day belonged to Shmoni, to Shloshim. So you had a bit of Shloshim, and therefore you have to worry about adding up afterwards. What's his reason? If you just had seven days of Shiva and then the regal. In other words, the regal, your, your seventh day is on Thursday morning, and Thursday night starts Yontif. You never had that eight. And Abishal says, it doesn't matter, you can shave. And don't worry about after Yontif. Even if you didn't shave, you can shave again after Yontif. The Shloshim is ice. The commander, Avara Lav, Yomechad, Mikzar, Shloshim, Dami, Mishum, Achimit, Batelet. It must be like Abishal, that's Rav. The Lord says, no. Dilma, Ad, Kan, Lokam, Abishal, Elab, Aveilut, Shiva, Dirabanan. How do you compare, says the Gemara? Aveilut is all Dirabanan. Midoraita, big question. Is the first day not the first day of Machloket? It seems like the first day at least is a Doraita. But the rest of it is clearly all Durabana. Right? So how do you compare that? Avabanazi, Doraita, lo, Sabashahu is making you when it comes to Durabanans. With regards to Nazir, you can't go there and you wouldn't agree because it's the Doraita. That's the thing of two days being serving, one day serving is two days. So the Gemara seems to say it can't be Abishal. Well, at least there's a plausible argument of why it can't be Abishal. And a Rav must be Dhamma Rabbi Yossi. And with like Rabbi Yossi, we feel good, right? Rabbi Yossi, a real heavyweight amongst the Tanaim. And if we can say Rav's basically saying Rabbi Yossi, then everything makes sense. And what was the proof that Rav holds Rabbi Yossi? The Atanya, we're going to the bright to the Sigurim Psachim. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Shomeret, Yom, Keneged, Yom. Now, just a little bit of background. We haven't got time now, unfortunately, to go into all the details. I already wanted to, but we gotta make it as briefly as possible. When it comes to Tumantar with a woman who's a Zav, right? Now we know that if any of you remember, we learned Nida long, long, long time ago. I put up those big charts on the Shir, remember? And we had big charts. Anyone remember them? 
and I stuck them up on the wall, and we had the chitters of the Rambam, etc., of Zav, of a Zav and a Nida. So Midoraita, a Nida sees blood for, on, on day one. She has to keep seven days. Even if she has blood, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, on the end of the seventh day, she's clean. She goes to the mikvah, and that night she can go be a happy with her husband. She can eat kochim, nothing to bother her. Midoraita, we say like a Zav Gadol. And a Zav Gadol is, she has to stop seeing blood and then have seven Nakiim and then she has to bring a, a go to the Mikveh, etc. Right? So, but let's leave the Durabanan today. Even although in the times of the Gemara, it appears they already did that. We really learned that, that, uh, right, was Rabbi, uh, who was it? Rabbi Zaira, that, uh, we already said it was Rebbe, and then Rabbi Zaira said the whole thing that Nashim, uh, it doesn't go into that now. We'll learn that we get to need to please God in a long time. But, the way that it works is there's seven days of Nida. Once she goes to the mikvah, she now enters an 11-day period of Zava. And if she sees blood during those 11 days, if she sees blood for one day, so she has to do Yom Keneged Yom. She has to keep one clean day. If she's got no blood the second day, she goes to the mikvah. She can go to the mikvah during the day. This is what's important over here. She can go to the mikvah. She doesn't wait for night. She can go to the mikvah during the day. And as long as by nightfall there was no blood, then that day is considered Yom Keneged Yom. Even if it's two days of seeing blood, she still only has to keep one day. It's called Yom Keneged Yom, but it means day for a day, up to two days, only one day. Okay? If she sees blood for three days in a row, and with the, with the I'm, I'm reading you now these thoughts for the rush outside, because I haven't got time to read inside, where the woman, it goes according to days. So she has to have blood, blood, blood. So she's blood on day one, blood on day two, blood on day three, she becomes a Zavagadola. She now has to wait for seven Nakiim, just to stop bleeding, and then seven Nakiim, and then we go. But let's assume now it's not a Zava Gedola, she's a Zava that just sees blood today. And she keeps a second day tomorrow as a Yom Keneged Yom. And tomorrow night is Pesach. And now, when do we Shech the Koma Pesach? In the day. Correct? Shech the during the day. When we Shech the Koma Pesach, she was ostensibly a Tahora, because she never saw blood today. She really gone to the mikvah. And as long as she stayed clean till the night time, she could eat the korban. Correct? Now, we also know with korban Pesach that a person that is Tamei can't bring a korban Pesach and they've got to do what? Pesach Shaini. Tamei or Bederich Rechoka, the Torah says. So now, in theory, if this woman hadn't had seen blood again on that day, she was a Zava, we couldn't bring the korban Pesach for her. And when would she have to bring korban Pesach? Next month. Okay, now, what does Rabbi Yossi say? Shomer, Shomer, Yom, Keneged Yom. A woman is on her second day now, of, and she's clean, and she's gone to the mikvah already. She shachatu v'zarku aleha v'sheini shela, and we included her in the chabura, and we shechted with her in mind, and when they did the zrikat dam, she was in mind, and she was part of the korban, and she was getting into korban Pesach. V'achar kach ra'ata, and she's already gone to the mikvah, because she's going to the mikvah in the day. And then half an hour before she's about to come into Quran Pesach, fuck, she sees blood. She doesn't, she can't eat Quran Pesach because she's Tamea. However, look at the massive Chirush. Doesn't have to do Pesach Shaini. Why not? So my timer. What's Rabbi Yossi's reason? It says, Lav Mishum, Tiksavar, Mikzat Ayom Kekulo. Isn't it because Rabbi Yossi hold Mitzar Yom Kekulo? Now, what does it mean, Mitzar Yom Kekulo? Because on the part of the day when she was in the, when she was keeping the second nature going to the mikvah, she really was a Tahora. And therefore, when we checked to the Korah Pesach and did all the proceedings, she was Tahora. And that day counts. And now, at the end of the day, she saw blood, she can't eat, so therefore she's Paturai, because she was actually Ruya to bring the Korah Pesach at the time that we brought it. And you're going to be Ruya to go back at the time of the Shechting. There she was, Ruya. And the two days are like two separate days altogether. The, the Vilnikon takes out of here, and the Vilnikon takes out of here, and the Vilnikon And really, she's only Tamea now going forward. She wasn't Tamea going backwards. There's no Lemafreya. Therefore, when we brought the Korah Pesach on her behalf, she was Tahora. So she didn't fall into the category of Tamei or Bederich Rechoka at the time of bringing the Korban Pesach. She wasn't Tamei. And therefore there's no Pesach Shani for her. Because Pesach Shani is only for someone who was Tamei. She wasn't Tamei because there's no retroactive Tum over here. And therefore, that's what Rav says. Rav says we got 
no retroactivity. There's this morning and the afternoon, and they're two different days. And that's why Rabbi holds like Rabbi Yossi. So he says, Rabbi Yossi, but what is it? Does Rabbi Yossi himself really hold this? That there's no retroactivity? Because already said that Rabbi holds like Rabbi Yossi, because Rabbi Yossi says there's no Lemafreya, and the Tumah only goes forward. And then we understand that there's this morning and there's this afternoon, and they're two separate items. But does Rabbi Yossi really say that? That's the question. Now the Rosh Aviyah just says, Umi sab Rabbi Yossi demikan ulahabe metame. It only goes forward, right? So the Gemara says, "Hakan, but wait a second. We've got a Gemara also masechip sachim on the next daf on pay aleph." Vatan Rabbi Yossi Omer. Rabbi Yossi says now about a zav ba'al shteriot shishachatov v'zarko alav v'shvi. So he has a zav, not a woman who's a zava, a zav a male. And with a male, it's slightly different because a male. You know, we said that a woman, if she sees blood day one and day two, she's still called the Zava Katana. And she can just go to the mikvah. She has one day on day three to be clean. Go to the mikvah and she's finished. A male who is Zav, he sees some, some, side of, some type of discharge. Slightly different to sperm, but something like that. Some type of discharge on day one. Or two on day one. It doesn't matter. With a, with a male, it depends on the sightings. Not necessarily the days. If I said a nida, a Zava is day one, day two, day three. A zav can be even three sightings on two days. Because two sightings, the difference between a zav and a zav gadol is really only whether they bring a korban or not. Even a zav who only has it over two days is, has to wait seven days. Okay? But now on the seventh day of being clean, he can go to the mikvah as well during the day. They have to wait until night. So they've got a, uh, and the next stuff in Masechah Psachim says, Rabbi Yossi Omer Zav, Baal Shteriot, he had two sightings. He's a Zav, doesn't have to Korban, but he's got to go to the Mikvah. And on the seventh day of being clean, that is Erev Pesach. And Sheshachatub is our Koala, which we accepted for him. He was part of the Kabura, and he was going to planning on eating, and all excited, and he bought new clothes, and he, everything, and he paid him for the Korban, and he's very happy. V'chein Shomet Yom Kerega Yom, or a woman, like we saw in the previous case. Sheshachatub is our Koala. And then Eric, before they eat the Korban Pesach, they see the blood or they see a, a, some sort of sperm, seminal discharge. And yeah, Rabbi Yossi says, oh, wait a second, even though they are now Mishkav, remember that even if you don't touch it, you're sitting on it. If you see on mattress number one, you've got 10 mattresses under you. All those 10, mat- nine mattresses you never touch become tame. All those things that he had sat on up until they become Tameh, even from what he did yesterday. So we see that the fact that he went to the mikveh now and he had seven clean days, everything was great. And he saw a, a sighting right at the end, an affection of Afreya. So Rav, it's clear that Rav Yossi doesn't say that there's no tumul of Afreya. And in order for Rav to be like Rabbi Yossi, it's based on the principle that we only go Tameh ahead. We don't go back. Because then we've got an understanding that the morning and the afternoon are two separate units altogether. Everybody with me? I'm going a little bit quicker than I'd like to, but anyhow. But nonetheless, he says, Look, to me, I saw Pesach Shani. So now we aren't really worried about why is he patron of Pesach Shani now. That doesn't bother us. I think that makes sense. Because at the time of the Shechita, we thought he was Tahor. I don't know. Maybe why. That's why. I don't know. But we'll learn in Pesach Shani when we get there. Right? So the Gemara says, No, 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 no. That's not really a Dechia. That's not a good Kashi against Rav or against Rav Yossi. Why? Because Maile Mafreya. What do you mean, Afreya? But Afreya really mid the Rabbanan. But as far as the right is concerned, there's no Lema Freya here. It's a Chumma mid Rabbanan. Look at the Rosh. The Rosh says, Mishka Mosh Lema Freya. Alok Sabah Lema Freya. Humitameh. What is mid Rabbanan? Rabbanan is Miru Listor Lema Freya. Or mid Raita. Mikan Ulahaba Humitameh. So really it's like Rav. So Rav could really be, could really be uh, like Rav Yossi. The Gemara says, Nehachalam Mistabra. It makes sense here as well, right? That we're discussing only to Rabbanan. Because you think it's Doraita, am I to him when I stop Pesach Shani? It's a good question, right? If this person is a properly fully fledged Doraita Lemafreya, then how can we pass it from, from bringing a Kuba Pesach on Pesach Shani? Because really, me Doraita, we now know that at the time that the Korban was brought for them, they were Temeim. And therefore, even though we had, we lived in hope. And we were all excited. And we were happy we were going to celebrate together. We now know that in reality this person was Tame. And when we thought that she was part or he was part of the Kuma Pesach, he, he or she wasn't. So the fact that we allow them to still only keep 
uh, not have to keep a Pesach Shani is proof that Midoraita they aren't really Tame Lemafreya. The Lord says, no. Really, no, it's Tumidoraita. But what's the why they patu? says, There's a type of, there's a, 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 a Zav, a, a Tumat Tahom. Tumat means internal Tuma. Right? And it was hidden. And we never really knew about it. So I'm not going to go into that now either. But the Rosh explains it to you. I don't know if you want to see it, but we haven't got time. And that's a separate case. And therefore, it already is a Doraita. But because it's the top of a Tumat Tahom, Chami will make you a Tumat Tahom, and they aren't Chayv in Israel. Okay. Now we go back to our previous answer. Well, we want to say that's all that the whole reason over here is that uh, with Abishaul as well, when we said Abishaul to Rabbanan and Doraita, or when we said that, that this according to Rabbi Yosef, this only to Rabbanan, it says, Af Rabbi Oishia, Savan Mafreya is a Midrabana. On the what we just said now, right? Even Rabbi Oishia would think that. Now it's interesting because Rabbi Oishia, in the Rabbi Yochanan Amorai, and what does the Gemara say? It says, The Tanya Rabbi Oishia Omer. Now, how can the Tanya Rabbi Oishia, which is an Amora? You don't have the Tanya. So I saw a note which said maybe this is another one of the proofs that the Lashon in Masechet Nazir is a little bit strange, different to other Masechetos that we saw in the Darim as well. Or the Masorah Hashasa over here has a Tikkun. And he says, Nusach Acher, the Amar Rabbi Oishia. Not the Tanya Rabbi Oishia. It's actually the Amar Rabbi Oishia. It makes much more sense. Because like Rabbi Oishia said, that an Avel... It's not Adam, sorry. Haro'e b'shvi'i shelo, person who sees on the seventh day, sotech lefanav. Right? Rabbi Oshia says that if he sees on the seventh day, right, he sotech even beforehand. V'amar Rabbi Yochanan, lo nistor elo yomo. Everybody says, no, it doesn't go back. Only that day itself. Everybody says, ma'an afshach. It's a kashia on both Rabbi Oshia and Rabbi Yochanan. I satar, kulo satar. If you tell me he was sotech, then it's all of it. And he lost that tire on his lo your mind. And if he's not so terrible, not even the dead cells, back of your mind. Either it was so terrible, the fact that he saw blood now knocks it out, then knocks out everything. Or does it knock out anything? What do you mean it knocks out only the day, Rabbi Yochanan says? So, Ella, so the question is, you're right. Correct, Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan means, Ella, Loni store, the lawyer more. Doesn't even knock out his day itself. Okay, I'm going to stop a bit.